Brad and Port talk sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. Yeah, we're and back. There's things. Lots of things. Um, it's, uh, we went to, did some timey-wimey things that I did not expect. It was great, though. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of interesting things going on. It was just, hmm, yeah. Got to <laughs> go back in time and stuff. Anyhow. Every time you say that, the song just pops up in my head. I know. Exactly. Um, before we jump into that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full list of uh, shows there, recaps, interviews, everything that we've been doing. You can find it there and over at soundcloud.com. Also, we're um, doing Candle Cove Butcher's Block 2, by the way, so double check on that if you're watching it. We just, we're just we letting out a podcast on that one here, too. So check out up your fandom for some other great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad TB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Be sure to check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and B. You know what else is on Facebook? Uh, yes, there is a group on there for people who are enamored with turtles. Really? What what site is that? I, I'm I'm kind of enamored with turtles. Just I like look turtles. up turtle fandom, and I'm sure you'll find it. Okay, and it won't take me to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It may it may not? It's just you know you just got to look hard. Okay. Okay. Well, besides the turtles, we're on Facebook a couple of times. We have our Ben Housing uh, Facebook group. If you haven't seen that, it's Sci-Fi's awesome vampire show. Uh, they have the first two seasons already on Netflix, and you can probably find the episodes from the most recent season on Sci-Fi's uh, website or on demand. It was a really cool season, so definitely check it out. And join the Facebook group where everybody's talking. And I think for international fans, the third season is on Netflix now. Right. I believe it is as well. Yes. And we also have our regular uh, Facebook group, just Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Podcast, where we talk about any and everything that just happens to be going on, whether it be The Magicians or Butcher's Block, which is, like you said, the third installment of Channel Zero. So we're excited for that. And was it Black Lightning? Have you watched that yet? I'm, or not? I'm not behind. Yet. I'm, I'm getting there. It's on okay. my list. It's, it's really good. I got my sister hooked on it. I need more time in my day right now. So in between, you know, like work and the gym and podcasting, I need TV time. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something where somebody has said that they make sure that they have at least two hours a week for TV. And I'm like, how do you live? What's wrong? (laughs) Yeah, I have two hours, but mm, it could use a little bit more. But then again, I don't. Yeah, it's I. Yeah, I need more time. Started Alter Carbon. Um, and that's Yay. pretty good. And what well, I got one episode into it, so I got to watch more. Yes, yeah, so say we all. Yes, yeah, so say we all. <laughs> There's a BSG alumni in there, just so you know. There you go. So, what was this episode about? This episode was 305 A Day in the Life. Uh, Margo's in trouble. It's up to Q and Elliot, you know, to the rescue, but then not really. She kind of rescues them. Uh, they're on the hunt for another key, and this one takes us to some very unexpected places and times. Uh, we see the return of Prince S, and Marco's getting hitched. Katie's having some issues with Penny's death and his current existence, while Astral Penny is hanging out with Alice for the episode. 
Because that's what he does. He just kind of yeah. hangs out. I mean, she has the key, so, and he wants to be seen. True, true. Yeah. It's the only way you can talk to anybody. That's the way you got to go. It is good to know that everybody can finally see Penny, though. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping we would pick up from the end of last week's episode uh, where, you know, he spent the entire episode trying to be heard or seen by anybody. And then Elliot was just casually picking up the key like, oh, hey, Penny. Like, and like, he didn't know that Penny was dead. So right. That's we didn't the part get that his I reaction. Love. I know. I totally wanted to have that whole entire conversation go down where everybody's like, wait, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, Penny's right there. And I, that would have been great. Right. And then I wanted Elliot's reaction to be uh, what Penny needed because nobody cried when he died, but Elliot would have. Right. Margot. <laughs> Margot cried. Always saw we would bang. Oh, yeah. Margot wanted to make it out. Yeah. Always saw it one day. <laughs> Me too, girl. Me too. Uh, so Deep Fog comes in and finds out that the cottage there doesn't have a valid deed anymore because it moves around, being all magical. <laughs> That is pretty cool. How does like, that work? Where has it moved? Yeah, how does it work with the land that it's on? You know, doesn't anybody own the land? It, it, I guess maybe somebody does own the land, but they can shift the house apparently, and the house can go wherever it needs to. And they go like no. the the house itself. I think the house just moves by itself. Yeah, so maybe it exists in its own realm, kind of like with with the library was. The the house is like the boat. Yes, it's alive. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That's a good theory. So the house has emotions. I would think so, but you know. So Alice is going to see Katie with no buffer. Uh huh. No, no buffer with the fact of going. Oh, by the way, hey, here's this key. Hold on to it for a second. And she freaks <laughs> out when she sees Penny. Yeah. I mean, you kind of would too. Like, she's been going through some things, and apparently, she committed herself. I don't know. Did she commit herself or get committed? I, I, I believe she committed herself um, because she was able, she was going to be able to leave um, voluntarily until they saw her talking to herself because nobody else can see Penny. Right. So yeah, yeah. a little psych ward there, you know. And I, I love the fact that when she's holding the key, it mentions the fact that holding it makes people sick. I mean, she's getting physically ill when she's talking to him. Yeah. And she isn't happy to see him, and that's why she's there. And Alice's idea didn't really go out that well. Yeah, because like, technically he's still dead, and um, she can't touch him or anything. And, and like you said, the key's making her sick. So everybody has different reactions. And when like she, how, how do we fix this? Well, when she goes to sign herself out of the psych ward, they won't let her go because she was talking to herself. Yeah, like they tackle Arcady down. I wanted her to pull her badass magician warrior thing, but of course magic's gone. So, Which left me to wonder, is there something different going on with this guy who's got her committed? Is there a more nefarious plan going down that we Possibly. don't know about? Maybe he knows about magic. Maybe it's like the bank. Where they have the uh, magical security thing, or he knows about hedges. Because then she has uh, she has hedge uh, tattoos, doesn't she? Uh yeah. So maybe he knows about the hedge witches, and she's like, "Hey, she's talking to somebody." Clearly, she knows there's some magic or something. Maybe I'm see. That's where I'm just going with that because I really hope there's something more going on than just him being. You know, I'm going to hold you here because because you were talking to yourself and you're clearly troubled, right? <laughs> Katie and Q are talking about the mosaic. 
and mm-hmm. going to solve it so they can get some magic stuff going on. I was a little interested in that when I first heard about it. You said Katie and Q? No, I'm sorry. Julia and Q. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they are best friends. So. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I was right. like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you go? Oh, I was just talking about Katie. Katie so, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, now we, had, now we have another quest going on to solve the mosaic. Margo gets back to Fillory and finds out that the Fairy Queen is trying to marry her off to the tribe of the Floating Mountain, which isn't floating anymore. It's now become an island right outside of Fillory. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it kind of sucks when your home just plummets to the ground. That, yeah, and you have fairies interfering in your life. And at what point is the fairy queen, what is she trying to do to match this up, you know? I don't know. Maybe she knows they're they're on to them with the key. Maybe she's on to them about the keys and like she's trying to torture Margo. But what's the torturing of Margo going to do with it? It's it, She has to have a bigger plan than just that. I don't know. I feel like um, the the mountain island queen, like she knows something. Right. Like she's been manipulated by the fairy queen also at some point in time. Right. And that maybe she'll be able to help Margo. Well, because the fairy queen was just talking about having more spears in their army to help, you know, hold the kingdom together. Because without magic, they're, you know, a third world country and uh, what, a three, how did he say a third world country and a two, uh, two country world or something like that? <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that's kind of going to help. Margo's not too thrilled about it, but hey, and then guess who shows up? Her ex. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, like, go away. Just Especially after she meets the actual prince. Right. Like, you're not needed here. Sorry. Yeah. And what is it? You know, hello there, little plot. Uh, she's, she's a little bit enamored by the new prince. Uh-huh. And things don't really go that well with that. I mean, she's she's taken by him. He's just so cordial to her and, you know, my princess and does all the right things and almost gets himself assassinated. Yeah, uh, we think it's by princess and he gets thrown in the dungeon. Yeah, because, of course, he's the one who would have something to prove to her. Yeah. And he was supposed to marry her originally anyhow. But then Elliot ended up marrying his father, which is a totally different thing. Those two have an interesting marriage because they never see each other. <laughs> well, that's kind of like him and Finn. Not true. Well, him and Finn's been out running around. Well, they were separated for a while. But yeah, Margo's not too happy about the whole thing about getting married. So she sends off a messenger bunny to uh, Q. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Elliot sees the messenger bunny and what is it? And uh, you have to love the bunny as it came across because it's like at Castle getting married. And they're like, hmm, is this from Margo? Need help, Dick Wads. Yes, it's from Nargo. <laughs> <laughs> I the voices of the messenger bunny couldn't be any more perfect than they actually are. It's just the best thing in the world. I agree. So in order to get back to Fillory, they're gonna use the key. To get into the clock that they Yay! got from... I've been waiting for them to activate that. Yeah, they got the clock from Umber. Umber. Ember? No, Umber. His brother. Ember or Umber, one of the two. Uh, I think it's Umber. Yeah, whichever, whichever one. I think it's Ember. No, I don't, which, whichever I don't know. Whichever one... Whichever was, one did not pollute yeah. the well. <laughs> yeah. 
So they got the clock and they go put the key in, right? And there's a little time limit how long the door is going to stay open. Which, instead of gathering everybody, Elliot and Q take off. Mm-hmm. And they go through. Of course. And they find magic. Because Yay. why? They've got to go back in time. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help well, myself. They don't realize they go back in time. Like they just think they've gone um, th- that they're in Fillory and they're uh, going to go solve the mosaic puzzle. Well, as soon as they got back in time in, in, in Fillory, though, they looked at the tower and they were saying, "Okay, we have magic. We're back in Fillory." And it was like, "Look at the West Tower or something." They're just building it, and they built that at whatever time ago. So yeah. that's how Q knew that they were going to get there before um, anybody else did to solve the puzzle. Yep. Which, you know, they end up finding the mosaic. Uh, there's some guy there who's about to go crazy and said, you know, he's done with it, so he's done. And then Q starts doing the math and adding zeros, and there are a shitload of zeros at the end of it. So uh-huh. they got a long, long, long way to go. Oh, man. Decades to go. Yeah. That was a really cool montage. Like, I honestly had no idea that this is what the episode was going to be. And it was very cool. We got to see their their everyday life, of course, which was solving the mosaic. But they also had a life. Like, they, they fell in love. Yeah. And they, they had a whole relationship. And then Q had a relationship with somebody else. And then he had a kid. Yeah. He, well, he had that moment there with uh, Elliot. And they said, well, let's never talk about this again. <laughs> and then, yeah, he met the peach girl. And let's call her let's call her Princess Peach. Prince, Princess Peach. They met her. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Side note, the Princess Peach does not own the peach processing plant that we do see in Butcher's <laughs> Block. Totally different peach. But yeah, they they fall we in hope. love. Uh they have uh-huh. a kid. She dies for some reason. We we don't know. Mm-hmm. The kid grows up and leaves. And they get old and with long beards. Yeah, because they've been stuck trying to fix that mosaic for the longest time. And, like, they just can't make it work. Like, they've tried different variations. And I'm sure they've tried the same variations over and over and over again. Because there's only so many ways you can work this particular puzzle. And, like, it's just not working. And for some reason, they don't abandon it. But I guess they couldn't abandon it. Because, like, there was no way to get back home anyway. They were trapped. So Right. Yeah, they didn't have anywhere else to go. Like Q said at the beginning, though, when he was doing the math, he was like, there is a lot of ways to do this. Uh-huh. So they had a lot of time to go for it. And, I mean, Elliot was kind of the one that kept him going there on a, you know, he had quested quite a bit more than Q had in Fillory and doing things, so they had to get going and make it happen. I wonder what would have happened if they hadn't abandoned it. Like his, like you said, his son took off, I guess, to go have his own life, to go get married and do other things. Right. And if, okay, I was going to say, if this happened, does that mean that Q has a kid and Fillory and the president? But no, it was alternate timeline. But they, in the end, they do remember the whole timeline, though. But yeah, yeah. We, we are on an alternate timeline. So are are we on an alternate timeline? Uh, we are, but it could merge. Like I magic is gone. So who knows? Who we, knows what can happen? Stranger things have happened. Yes, they have. That's for sure. And when Elliot dies, Hugh is digging the hole uh-huh. the grave for him. That's where he finds the key to, mo- to the mosaic, which is one piece. Uh-huh. 
that he puts out there. And without them growing old and dying, he never would have found that piece and they never would have been able to solve the mosaic, which is, you know, why that happens. Yeah. Like you had to actually work with us. Right. And just like in the book, Jane shows up and somebody has already solved the mosaic and it's Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Jane has to watch, but she needs the key and Q hands it over to her because he knows things have already been written. And without her doing her part, you know, nothing would ever get to him. It's weird conundrum effect. Yep. So, so, yeah. so maybe it is an alternate timeline then. Right. I, it's, it's hard to say. It could be anything. I mean, it could go any different way because we know I, very well they could have grown up and died right there. And then for whatever reason that we know they don't go into the clock, but, but yeah. But they don't go into the clock for a reason. Like Margot gets that message from from Q right. to tell her exactly what happened, thanks to Jane. Like all that had to happen because of Jane. Right, exactly. And Q sends the the key to her mm-hmm. in a letter a long time ago and kind of says the whole thing. It says, you know, a long time ago, by the time we get this, this is my death letter and this is what you need to do. But we I have to back up on the whole Margot thing. There's two things that I loved about this. One, Margot still has the M tattoo on the back of her back. Uh huh. Permanent thing when you have your what was it? Not the golem. It was something else. That was when they when they had that thing when they were fighting Nefinawa. So everybody still has their tattoos, I guess. I love the fact that it was still there. Uh, two, which she was talking to Prince Micah when they first started, and she goes, "Are you one of those sick fuck princes who likes shooting girls with arrows?" <laughs> Game of Thrones, Prince Jeffrey. Uh-huh. Uh, just, well, I completely got that whole reference, especially when his younger brother came out and reminded me of the younger brother. Right. I just That's the whole part that just cracked me up. I'm like, yes, Game of Thrones. All yeah. right, we're good. We have a reference of this week, so there we are. The marriage thing comes together, the whole entire thing. She's getting ready to get married to Prince Micah. Things are going good. And then suddenly Prince Micah doesn't have a head. Yeah, I was wondering what was going to go wrong. There was no way they were actually getting married and it was going to work out. Well, you knew it was kind of seriously off when the wedding started and they said they're binding the houses together for eternity. So this is whatever the fairy queen has going on. This isn't just a marriage until death to us part thing. This is a whole uh, house Stark and house... I lost a house, whatever house Marco are joined together and that's it. It's never, Mm -hmm. never different. So Fillory and the uh, floating Island people are one. They're floating Fillory Island people. (laughs) So after he gets his head chopped off, little creepy weird guy comes up there because they have to continue on. And Margo is just totally traumatized at this point in time. And even Queen Mother on the other side doesn't really seem that bad. But, yeah, it's it was definitely different. And throughout the whole... Yeah, I'm just hoping that Margot didn't marry the young one. Like, that, that was too much. No, she did. She was forced to. She had I mean, to. she went through with it? Yeah, she went through with it because that was a whole entire thing. Because when he kept coming up and st- telling Margot, now that they're married, they're, they must become one flesh. And she does not want to become one oh, flesh yeah, with yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I shut it out of my mind because he's such a yeah. crazy. He's not going to make it long. He was Prince Jeffrey. <laughs> That's he exactly was. where it is. He at. was. 
Like he killed his own brother. Right. And like, wow. And Ooh. her, you know, if I must Crazy. open all the wedding presents or else, you know, it will fall off and shrivel. <laughs> well, hopefully Elliot's um, little daughter will take care of him. Well, because we'll she's s- got some, I think she's got some darkness going on within oh, her. Oh, she's got a lot of darkness in there, but yeah. But you know, what's Margot found a key. That's when she ends up back in normal land. Yes. Just in time. Cause well, one, she had, so did she travel back in time also? So she traveled back in time to get the guys and make sure that they didn't go through the clock. So <laughs> is she not married? No, she's still married. She didn't travel back in time. She just traveled outside of Fillory. Because after she talked to Jane, she, you know, talked to Jane, found out when she had to dig up her corpse to get the key and <laughs> go, which, you know, we'll never get that out of her. And then after she uh-huh. did that, she went to do the guy. So at some point she did travel back mm-hmm. and somewhere, but I don't think for, I don't think it affected her in Fillory. Ah. Uh. I just think Darn it affected it. her there. I mean, it very well could have, but I don't think it did because I don't think the query, uh, the the fairy queen, is going to let that happen. Ah oh, man, I was hoping we would get Prince Micah back. He was adorable. Well, you never know. Every well, <laughs> now we do have everybody back on Earth now, so we do. Like the teams all together, and they can go on their next journey together. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They just have to go with Kingy. Right. But I did like the one fact of when Julia was, I mean, Margo was talking to Jane, Jane knows what Margo's tale is. Uh-huh. And she's like, you're not a supporting character. You're more than that. Oh, no, she's the queen. Yeah, Well, yeah, but she was talking about the whole time how she always felt like she's a supporting character. No, she is much more than what she thinks, and she has a lot of power in her. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think any of these guys have uh, supporting. Like, they all get their moment to shine. Right. And, but with Margo. I know personally, I know what you're saying. Personally, right. for Margo, in her head, she's always been supporting. Like, right. she's been the, like the Cordelia of the group. Oh, definitely. In, yes. in her head. Exactly. When she's actually Buffy. Yeah, when you, totally. When she's actually the Buffy. I mean, I totally agree with you on that. But so they had everybody back on Earth, and then they get back to. They do go through the clock, or I don't know. Well, I'm not sure how they went back, but Q and Elliot and Margot do go back to Fillory. Mm-hmm. And that's when Q and Elliot, well, you know, they're reading the, the letter, and they do start to remember everything. When Elliot has a peach, their memories start to come back to them, <laughs> and they remember everything that happened. So with that alternate timeline, they remember everything that happened, or you would imagine he's going to look and see if his son is actually alive or was alive at some point in time. Yeah, because he could have a whole line there. It should be. I don't even think it would be that old because Jane was just a child when it was there, but we also know that Filler used to travel at a different time, but they kind of stopped doing that. So, True. I don't know. It's, it's totally... I don't know. Maybe Finn is his, his granddaughter. Oh, that would be would weird. Would that be weird? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be different. Hmm. All right. Well, back on Earth, we'll do one thing here. We had Alice and Julia. They were going out to talk, and they were in the bar. And Alice, you know, does tell Julia to use the key to focus the truth and stare into the mirror to what she does, and she kind of freaks out a little bit. And the lady, uh, my lady underground, shows up. And Yay! it seems that Renard's seed is in Julia, 
his magic seed, and that's giving her the power, which she really isn't thrilled about having at all, because, you know, why would she? It's, yeah, but it's, the seed wasn't him. She put it in her, so, yeah, a little bit different. I kind of like the idea of his mother taking his seed away. Not that kind of seed. If if it means that he no longer has magic, like that's justice. Yeah, that seems what it was to me. I mean, he's he's done with. So she has the power now, and she just has to learn how to use it. And what she's not that happy about. And I don't blame her. Like she said, if I could give it, she when she told Alice, if I could give it to you, I would. Which Alice is like, I want it. Because Alice she wants does. the magic. <laughs> Even though she tells Hugh, I don't know if it's a good thing to bring magic back. No, she totally wants it. She does want it. Alice has been super off kilter since once she lost mag- magic and since she stopped being an FN. Right. Yeah, she's she's had some issues there with that. Or maybe she wants it so she can... Um, well, is the lamprey done with her? Or no, the lamprey's oh. done with her, but she's done a lot of other things. Yeah, but there's more than the lamprey was the last one. Like you said, she did that to a lot of people. Right, a lot of so magical creatures. She, she's still in danger. Many things out there to probably want her dead. Right, right. Uh, my biggest gripe this week on this episode was where's Josh? He's hanging around. Josh is a magician. I'm just saying. He is. My my gripe was where's Hyman? Uh, there Are you they go. together? Uh, yeah. They're together. <laughs> is that what he's just hanging out watching? Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, that was that episode. Looking forward to next week. So you got anything else on this one? No, just another good episode. Can't wait to see what happens. Like, I kind of wish they had given us a glimpse of uh, Finn and Frey hanging out in the in the world, getting their first taste. Yeah, that was they were off great. by themselves shopping. Yeah, swing by, uh, you know, some, some like, Chipotle or something, grab some food. Uh, whatever. <laughs> like nope. just being introduced to the world outside of Fillory. That would have been fun. And Fairyland. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a lot of fun. But we didn't get it. So who knows? I mean, uh, now we got this okay. whole Margo development going, which I'm really looking forward to. All right. Well, if you haven't got already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the awesome stuff over there. A lot of great writers, a lot of cool stuff going on. And again, also be sure to check out our upcoming podcast for Channel Zero Butcher's Block. It's the third installment of the Creepy Pasta anthology series. I said it right. Yes, you said it right. All right. And don't worry if you didn't catch the first season or second season because they are standalone seasons. It's a whole different story from uh, the No End House, which was awesome. And I think it's going to top it, which is going to be insane because No End House was amazing. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. It's just been great. I'm digging it so much yeah and for you Teen Wolf fans Holland Roden is in this so check it out and also Rucker Hauer for those who love Lady Hawk oh any Rucker Hauer has been like everything in the in the world but he 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 was in Lady Hawk he he was also in Hobo with the shotgun and and Lady Hawk okay and Lady Hawk his best movie ever yeah (laughs) okay besides Blade Runner Okay. Well, yeah, there's Blade Runner. Yeah, there's that. See, there's so, so many things. So, so many things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Until next time, um, beware of the customs that you marry into. That's it for this episode. 
Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.